Hi friend, I'm Tanya Gill. Welcome to Lighten Up and Unstuck Your What the Fuck. Together, we explore the ways through life's stickiest moments and how to live with more peace, joy, love, and gratitude. We're going to talk honestly about what isn't easy so you can discover the light within you that will carry you forward. My friend, this podcast is about you in real life, your body, mind, and soul, and the opportunity to not only live your best, but shine doing it. Welcome, Caitlin. I'm so happy you are here. Caitlin, for listeners who don't know, is someone who's very dear to me. Um, I have known her for almost how many years, Caitlin? 26 years on Sunday. It'll be 26 years on Sunday. Ah. (laughs) Caitlin is my goddaughter, but or and in addition to being my goddaughter, um, she reached out to me for some life coaching because she was moving through some pretty significant things in her life. And when she reached out to me, I was very concerned about that personal and professional boundary. And in this case, we made a little bit of an exception because you found yourself in quite a what the fuck moment and, and reached out. Caitlin, do you want to tell us a little bit about your what the fuck? Yeah, I have a timeline here actually for you. So been a couple of years of my what the fuck building. Um, what are we? We're in 2022 right now. So I'm 26. My parents got divorced in 2019 after what seemed like a really healthy, wonderful relationship, which I've come to learn was actually just my mom working her absolute ass off to protect us. So that was really hard because at that time when they did get divorced, I had just recently got engaged. So I got engaged in December. They got divorced in March. And that was really, really hard for someone to come into a marriage or to go into a marriage to after seeing what you thought was a perfect marriage fall apart super unexpectedly. So we moved through that. I supported both parents uh, through that. I slowly had my eyes opening a little bit to just how much my mom was protecting us. And then in June of that year, my partner had a suicide attempt. Very thankful that he's still here with me. Um, He's worked very, very hard to get better and work on himself and become just such a wonderful man. Through all this, still dealing with my father, realizing more and more and more um, how much he doesn't align with my values. Got married in July of 2020. It was a great time. Pandemic wedding. So much different than what we thought. Tanya actually officiated, and that was the best thing, one of the best things the whole entire wedding. Made it so special for us. It was an honor, and to be able to celebrate with you and have such an important role. Thank you, Caitlin. It was the best. And then from that time on in July, I just spent so much time realizing what kind of man my father was. And then in April 2021, Um, There was a bit of an incident with a lot of lying that involved my sister and him. And it just, that just threw me for a complete loop. And I, that, that is where I finally spoke out. And I said, I'm not okay with how you're treating us. I'm not okay with how you're treating your support system, the people who have gotten you through your divorce. And 
as I finally started to look at my life a little bit more, I had a really, really, really hard time looking at it. And I spent probably an entire month crying every single day. And then one day uh, in the shower, I just had like a full mental collapse. And I phoned my best friend and I said, I need to do something about this. I need help. So it got me into therapy. That was in May. I did a therapy from probably May to December. It was a really fantastic experience. She helped me a lot with, you know, just creating boundaries, realizing what I needed. She helped me create a little bit of separation from my dad, but also communicate with him about what I needed. And every time I would communicate with him, I was just, I just felt like I was talking to a wall. I wasn't getting anything back. So therapy was helping me, but I felt stuck. I felt stuck in my position of just, I don't know what to do with my life. I'm okay some days, not so okay other days. And then I reached out to Tanya. I had a trip to see her in August and that was really great. And I got to see what she does and it was beautiful. And then in September, I was like, no, I have to take this journey for myself too. So we started coaching in September. And by November, I had ended my relationship with my father. And by November, from September to November, I had turned into such a different person. And I found so much peace and joy back in my life. And I started taking care of myself. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. And I can say now, completely, completely different from where I was. It's been the best experience of my life. Exactly what I needed. My love, I want to honor you for sharing this. I think that there are a lot of people who can relate to that experience of growing up in a family where things maybe weren't what they seemed and it is because one person or both people in that primary marriage relationship shielded their kids from what was really happening. Mm-hmm. And, and for you to move into that space and then also be in that, in the excitement and the beauty of planning a wedding and, and all of that, like, Oh my gosh, like, that's so huge. That's so fucking huge because you're like, this is what I thought I wanted to create. And now all of a sudden I'm realizing I actually don't want to create that, but I now need to figure out what, what we're going to create moving forward. Mm -hmm. And as you're trying to figure out what you're trying to create moving forward with your new partner and with the love of your life, his own mental health stuff is also creating a different layer for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as that was happening, you were suffering mostly in silence. Oh, 100%. I kept quiet for years. We go 2019 to April 2021. So we'll say March 2019 to April 2021. I stayed silent. I helped everybody but myself. I did not like myself. 
I just was there to help everybody else and anything to do with me, very back burner. And I, you know what, Caitlin, I think that that's a really easy way for us to live. I know that those of us who are empaths, those of us who are sensitive, those of us who are natural helpers, it, it because it also fills us up to be there for people. Mm-hmm. And, we, and, and so there's that thing where we give, 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 and then we realize that we're actually not giving anything to ourselves in the process anymore. And like, you know, you talk about back burner, like that back burner place and coming to that realization it's, it is scary. Like you were talking about your breakdown in the shower and, you know, I think that a lot of people can relate to having that breakdown moment or have a total fear of that fucking breakdown moment. Mm -hmm. And thank God that you had your best friend to reach out to. Thank God you started therapy. Thank God you started to step into a space where you were ready to recognize that you wanted more. Mm -hmm. And well, oh, no, go ahead. No, please. Oh, I was just gonna say, and now I get so much more from helping who I need to help because I'm not draining myself. I've learned to keep my cup full with my own love for myself and doing stuff for myself that when people need help or they need to come to me for something, it's just so much easier and it's not a burden and it doesn't weigh down on me and it doesn't leave me empty. And that's so fucking inspiring. And I can, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but how do you get there? Like, this is the thing, right? Like, I think a lot of people sit there and they're stuck and they're like, fuck, I want to feel that. I want to feel like when someone asks me to do something that I genuinely want to do it and I get something from that experience, but I'm so fucking drained right now. How do I get there? Um, And you know what? Like you, you talk about like stepping intentionally into loving yourself. And I mean, I know that you're part of the self-love adventure. I know that the work that you've done, but I also know the play that you've created for yourself, right? Like does, does stepping into loving yourself have to be hard and painful? It's kind of odd. No, (laughs) like truly no, no. Like for me, I didn't realize how much my soul and mind valued just time for myself. Like that is how I rejuvenate myself doesn't matter if it's five minutes, doesn't matter if it's 30, it depends on the day. But if I can give time to myself, whether it be a meditation, whether it be a workout, whether it just be reading a book, going for a walk by myself, though, it's one of the ways that I show up for myself and show myself love. And it's something that refreshes me every single day. So you've actually made yourself a priority. Yeah, crazy enough. For as, for as little as five minutes a day, it sounds Truly. like it sounds like an infomercial. For as little as five minutes a day, you can love yourself by going for a walk. But you know what? Like, holy fuck, Caitlin, it actually can be that simple, right? Truly, it can be that simple. It it really can be that simple. And and you know, like loving yourself means paying attention to what you need, mm-hmm. right? And it also means having a direction, right? So when you have a direction, you have some kind of plan, whether it be a plan for the day or a plan for the week 
or in our case, kind of an overarching plan for 90 days, Mm -hmm. right? What's the value of having that plan been for you? For me, well, especially with, I don't want to sound infomercially, but with your program, I find it super beneficial because I get a 90 day plan. I get a weekly plan. I get a daily plan. And for me, having a 90 day goal is very, very attainable because it's only three months. So three months is easy. Three months is far enough that you can reach it, but small enough that it's not overwhelming. And then your weekly goal just breaks it down to reach your 90 day goal. And then your daily goals align with your weekly goals, which align with your 90 day goals. And for me, that just works. So, okay. So I think that's cool. And this is definitely not intended to be infomercially at all. Are you comfortable sharing like what your 90 day goals are, for example? Um, this time I have a weight loss number. Mm-hmm. I've got a, I want to meditate all 90 days. I want to read 12 books, which is also something I have stepped back into and absolutely love for myself. And I want to leave my 90 days feeling grounded and confident. Wow. Okay. So that's, so when you look at those 90 days, you can just list them off. How can you list them off so easily? First of all, like seriously, (laughs) like how... Well, the really wonderful thing about this plan is that every single day I have to write out what my 90 day goals are. So it's always there. You can't forget them. You're looking at them every single day. So it's also, it's very motivational to see that every day because sometimes you write like this big, beautiful genius plan, put it in a notebook and never, ever look at it again. This puts it there for you to look at every single day and keep pushing yourself forward. Okay. So what excites you about those things that you've set for yourself? So let's say the weight loss one. Okay. So weight loss is a number and, and people who know me know that I really fucking see the the scale as a tool and nothing else. It does not define you in any fucking way, any shape or form. It is just a bunch of fucking numbers that says the wind is not going to blow you away as easily because gravity is helping you. So let me, what, how does the weight loss number excite you? The possibility excites me. And for me, the number is stepping into a healthier life for myself. So as I watch that number go down, no matter how slowly it goes down, it goes down. But the things that I notice around my number, like how I feel, how my heart reacts, like when I do cardio and stuff like that, how my clothes are fitting, all of that, that matters so much more to me. So the number is great. It's exciting and it's motivating. Yeah. But then all the other things too, that go with working towards that number feels so, so good. Ah, so it's less about the number. The number is the quick check-in, but it's how you yeah. feel. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So when I hear that you want to read 12 books, I think to myself, oh my God, like if I, I don't think I could actually, and I could read that many books. So for you, I hear excitement because you love reading. For me, I think, oh my God, that's a to-do list that I would feel like I need to tackle, right? Mm-hmm. So how is this something that you really want for yourself? Well, so this is my second round of 90 days. My first round, I want to get more get back into reading. So I set a goal of three books. I read 16. Now I'm going back into school. So in April, 
So I had to set a more realistic goal because, you know, I, I got to take time for school. So 12 books felt realistic, but also so, so exciting. It's just, I've fallen back in love with it. It's something I always did as a kid. And then I just stopped. And when I stopped loving myself, I stopped doing things that I love doing. And it's just, it creates time for myself. It puts me in two different worlds. And it's just, it's magical. Like, it's so exciting. And it's become a priority for you. Yeah, the super big priority. Like, my poor husband, some days, he can't get me off the couch with the book. Like, absolutely no chance. I don't care if you want to play a game or watch movie. No, I have to get through the book. And it's interesting, right? Because that is also about you honoring what you need, right? Being able to say no and say, you know, I love you. I need this right now. It doesn't mean that my book is more important than you. It means I will play a game with you when I finish this chapter or, you know, it's, it's not to the exclusion of you, but it's, I, I need this for me too. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you've got, you've got the, the weight loss goal. You've got the book goal, the meditation goal. (laughs) That's an interesting one. So you've set yourself a goal to meditate all 90 days. Now here's the thing, perfectly imperfect. Here's me. I'm like, eh, if you want to do it 90 days and you don't do it 90 days, are you going to beat the shit out of yourself? Because that's not the point, right? Oh, not at all. And I've already, I've missed one day and it's okay. It is what it is. I'm human. So why, what do you get out of meditating every day? Or why is, was this a goal that excited you? This is, this is an interesting thing too. When I started my first 90 days, I absolutely hated meditating. And so I have a binder in which I can, for my first 90 days, my sheets, and I can go look back at my pages and like my first week of pages is like oh my gosh meditation just so not for me like I Tanya says it's going to be good for me so I better just stick with it and keep trying it and then like I probably hit the one month mark I'm like man oh man do I quite enjoy this actually it just gives me time to be out of my thoughts I feel like we're always so in our own brains about everything I'm such an overthinker I was always unable to sleep I would be up thinking all the time I don't think I've had one of those nights honestly truly since I started meditating because I make it a priority almost always meditate before I go to sleep and then I try and do meditations throughout the day as needed like I find um, I also have pretty high anxiety so I find the anxiety meditations are really really helpful Mm -hmm. just it's time to clear your mind and we don't get very much peace in our minds and it's a really 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 nice feeling it is it really is. And I think that, and I appreciate, I appreciate your honesty around your resistance. Oh, because, totally. Because I was resistant too. Like, oh my God, I used to say, I am not a meditator. I would have, oh my God, Caitlin, for years, I had psychics, mediums, tarot readers, always telling me the same fucking thing. You need to meditate. Um, in fact, I had one tell me that I needed to stare at a candle and I was like, fucking candles, like I had a reaction to this. You need the stillness of meditation. And so when I started to step into it, I was so resistant to it. Absolutely. Like I was like, this is bullshit. A bunch of fucking bullshit. 
And then I realized like, oh my God, meditation doesn't have to be sitting in OM for 25 minutes. It can be a walking meditation. It can be laying in bed, you know, five minutes before you go to sleep and paying attention to your breath, or it can be going and sitting on a toilet after a really brutal meeting and taking some breaths and just fucking being for, for two minutes, five minutes, three minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do that at work often. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And it, it can be so grounding. Right. And, and what's interesting is you said that the reason these goals are important to you and, and part of that, the overarching goal is to just continue to feel more grounded. Right. Mm-hmm. And so all of these things are things that you've identified as being important for you because they do lead to feeling more grounded. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I have another question for you about this whole process um, because life does keep happening. Right. And, and, and we just kind of never know what's coming and that's the reality. So, um, you know, in, in your experience, if you had a piece of advice to someone around, like, how can you, how can you start loving yourself a little bit more just like right today? What would you, what would you say to them? What could they do right now? Like, let's say you're sitting with your best friend, and she's the one who broke down in the shower and she comes to you and she says, I, I need to start loving myself a little bit more. And you're like, okay, here's what you can do right fucking now. I feel like there's just like so many things though. But what's the first thing that you would say to her? Right now, the first thing in my mind and one of my biggest things that I love to take away is sit down really think about the things that you do actually like about yourself and cherish those. I, that's like one of my favorite parts of the program is every single day I'm quote unquote forced to write three things that I like about myself or love about myself. And it's been so eye opening too, because it's just stuff who in the world truly makes a habit of that without being forced to who does that? Not many people. And when you have to, I'm making air quotes because, I mean, you don't have to do anything, but when you're doing a program that one of the questions every day is that, you just have to look at your life and go, no, like I am actually pretty goddamn awesome. And these are why, and that's it. And I think it's so beautiful and so empowering and so magical every single day. I love it. I, you know, I, I, I just love that you said that. I had a conversation with someone really recently about how hard that is um, and, and the resistance to it. And I know when I started building this program and I started writing down what I liked about myself every day, it was fucking hard. Oh, it is very like, it was really hard. And I always suggest to people who struggle with that is if you can't think of something that you love about yourself or you even like about yourself, start with a statement, I am, and do an affirmation, right? So my affirmation and and my, the truth that I step into every single day is I am love and light. Mm -hmm. I am love and light. So you know what, if, 
if you don't know what you like about yourself or what you love about yourself in that moment, start with the affirmation. But then you can always go on to anything else you like about yourself, right? But it is not the time when you get that opportunity to play small. Like you're, yeah. you're sharing this with yourself. You're not, you're not standing in front of an audience of 5,000 people saying, I am whatever, but you should be able to, mm-hmm. right? You Absolutely. should be able to. And it starts with being able to say it to yourself. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think that's one of the beautiful things about the program is that you start with saying it to yourself. And, but I feel more confident now being like, yeah, I'm a leader. I am driven. I am out of ideas right at this exact moment. <laughs> right. Well, I get it. I get well, it. All of those things, right? Like I can say that and that's okay. I'm smart. I'm strong. I am beautiful. I am confident. I am deserving. Mm-hmm. I trust myself. I'm growing to love myself more and more every single day. I am growing to love myself more and more every single fucking day. Oh my God. I love Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! And just like that, go ahead and fucking shine, girl. <laughs> go ahead and fucking shine. Okay. Caitlin, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing space with me and with our listeners and having just a really beautiful conversation and, and for sharing your story and the challenges and the truth that you have moved through and continue to move through. Um, You know, that's, that's the other thing is, is the things that have happened in the past are in the past and it is a piece of letting go, but it's also recognizing that it brings you to where you are now. And, and we can honor that and we can have empathy for how hard it was, um, but that you deserve to love yourself and, and you deserve to be loved because you are love. We all are love. Thank you. I adore you and I am so grateful for you. Thank you for sharing this space with us and our listeners. And from my heart to yours, thank you so much, Caitlin, for being you. Oh, love you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Caitlin. And thank you, friends, for listening. Your time is precious and I appreciate that you chose to spend some of it with me. I absolutely honor the space that you're in and want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you have any ideas for future shows or want to drop me a line and let me know what you thought of this one or any other one, feel free to reach out to me on the socials. I am at perfectlyimperfect.wtf on both Instagram and Facebook. I'll see you there. Thanks for joining me today, my friend. If you're struggling through your own what the F moments and are ready for a more heart-centered and loving way forward, it is within you. It's time for a self-love adventure. Head on over to perfectlyimperfect.wtf for everything you need, including an amazing community, the collective. Beautiful humans on the same self-love adventure. If what you heard today spoke to you, please leave some love with a review and don't forget to share this with a friend or 10. 
I hope to see you on the inside. <laughs>